good, y'all? Happy Monday. Happy Monday right here at the Amanda Seals Show. I hope everybody had a calm, peaceful weekend attending the Rock Nation brunch. I know all of you, everybody listening went to the Rock Nation brunch, didn't they? That seems to be all anybody ever really be talking about with these Grammys is this gut dang Rock Nation brunch. And no, I did not go to the Rock Nation brunch. I don't get invited to the Rock Nation brunch because I am not cool enough. No, I am not. Mm. I nails looking at me. Yeah. Wow. They didn't send an invitation to Amanda Seals? The hell? They didn't. And I would have had my green outfit on deck. That is a fact. But we are going to talk about what we did do this weekend a little later on. Nails, welcome to another Monday here at the Amanda Seals Show. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? You remember that? The only people who know know that that is an outcast reference. Exactly. (laughs) The only people who know know. That is an interlude on Stankonia. (laughs) Man, that ain't number the Hawaiian silky. Uh, (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's enough banter for one break. Uh, Let's get into some black hair news. What we got coming up this this, I was about to say this month. Oh, wow. It, well, time just feels like it's like, you know, an asp- it's like it's like a figment of our imagination. Right, right, right. No, no, for real. What do we got coming up this hour? All right. Well, over the weekend, the U.S. shot down a Chinese spy balloon. Madness. Madness. And then I found out that apparently, like, there was other spy balloons. This ain't the first spy balloon. Mm. So they ballooning with the spies. Mm-hmm. What else we got going on? Um, Netflix, they'll no longer allow you to share your passwords for free. So here's the thing. I've been hearing about this, but apparently this might not be fully applicable to Americans. So, yeah. So we're going to get into it because there's also people breaking down exactly how it's going to work. And you know why they do that. We're going to break it down for you so you can figure out how to work around it. What else (laughs) you got going on? The big guy, Tom Brady, he said he's retiring for good this time. And Giselle, his ex-boo-thang, she uh, wished him well. His wife! It's it's his wife, but you know, it's baby mom. (laughs) Right? (laughs) No, they were together forever. She's like, good to see you. (laughs) Well, I know that this is a story that you will care about way more than I will. So we will definitely look to Nails to to give us the poignance of this exit. We're also going to talk about what we did this weekend. I was really fortunate to get to be a part of two dope events for uh, the sisters over the course of last week. So I'm going to talk about that. And uh, we want you to stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It. Just so you know that a lot of the videos and stories that we talk about here on the radio show, we post on Seals Said It. You can also get your comments off there. And if you want to be heard, you can get your comments off on the phone line. Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now remember, this is Black History Month and we're celebrating all month by playing your calls talking about how you are black and you are proud. So we want you to call us up to let us know why you love, why you are so proud, why you just exalt in being black so we can play it right here on this show and celebrate as a community. All right, so it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Let's get cracking. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Show Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, rocking out with 
I'm the kid Nails, and uh, let's get into some black and news, shall we? We shall, the kid nails. <laughs> well, the U.S. military, they shot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon over the weekend at the direction of President Biden, who wanted it down, as they say, quote unquote, as soon as possible. And the president said he was informed that the safest way to shoot was when the spy balloon was over water because it was too dangerous to bring it down over land for the people below. Now, the balloon had been floating over the country for a few days and was confirmed by China saying that it was an unmanned weather balloon conducting research that accidentally veered off course and floated over in the USA's way. But of course, the U.S. calling cap on it and they believe it was sent here intentionally. Now, China is saying that they reserve the right to take further actions and criticize the United States for an obvious overreaction and a serious violation of international practice. Why would that be an overreaction? I mean, if it's their balloon, are they saying it's not their balloon? No, they're saying it's their balloon, but they're saying for us to shoot it down, it was us overreacting. Like, what? Nah, man. Nah, <laughs> man. Nah, 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 nah. Come on now, player. Come on now. If I see a drone in the backyard and I'm able to shoot it down, of course, I don't have the skills or it's not legal to do so. So I would not, but... That's crazy for them to say that. But you know what I heard? Now, this is just what I heard, okay? Word is going around that balloons, similar to the one that was shot down, actually flew over the U.S. at least three times during the Trump administration, according to a U.S. defense, a senior U.S. defense official. And supposedly, Trump hid that from the Americans. And... Y'all, people are like, wait, what? Of course, he's now saying like that never happened. But I mean, he's a liar. So we can't believe anything he says. Now, here's the T nails. You always say this. And I always agree with you. These Republicans are always doing the thing that they're saying. Right. Like if Mm -hmm. they're saying somebody else doing something, it's because they're actually doing it. So wouldn't it actually make sense that him, this Trump man who was talking so dirty about China, Wouldn't it actually not be that surprising if he was actually in cahoots with them? We shall see. We shall see. But yeah, a balloon fly over and it's suspicious. I want them to shoot it down. That seems to me like a very smart decision. Simple. Would seem like a smart decision to not get Netflix and use somebody else's passwords. Actually, not going to necessarily fly much longer. Tell us why. (laughs) (laughs) To the fam and friends who've been sharing Netflix password, you can wish them well in their next chapter of streaming unless you want to pay extra money. Because Netflix announced that by March, they're going to start changing and charging folks to share accounts. Like right now, Netflix accounts can be uh, they can have up to five profiles on their account. And those will become sub accounts that cost money starting next month. They're only going to allow one home. And I'm saying home with quotation marks per account. And additional homes will have to pay extra and you'll still be able to use it on your phone and your tablet or your laptops because it's still all connected to one quote unquote home account. And this policy is already active in in countries like Argentina and the DR, Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala, and they're paying an extra $2.99 a month for additional homes. But Netflix hasn't announced a a fee for the United States. Plus, uh, they still have those different tier accounts, too, like the basic one with ads and then they have the one per month, which is ad free. So. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, listen, I think that this is actually going to backfire because I think a lot of people aren't even that impressed with Netflix content as of late. So I don't know that they're going to be willing to stay on the platform as well as pay a little extra for somebody else to stay on the platform. And what I'm trying to understand is like, so for instance, right now there's my home 
And they're saying that if a sub account is there, but it's from someone who lives somewhere else, that's going to cost. But if in my home, there can be other accounts that are shared in my home, I would assume. Right. Or is that a no? Yeah. Connected to the Wi-Fi, I believe. But I'm trying to figure out how they're going to know, like if I'm on Netflix at, let's say, at the studio and I'm not at home itself, how are they going to know that? So supposedly you have to log in on your Wi-Fi like once a month. So like at the top of every month, apparently you have to log in on your Wi-Fi in order. It's kind of like a tap in, you know, it's a whole uh, check in. OK, so they pimping us and we the hoes and we got to check in. Hey, That's basically what they want us to do. I don't know. It sounds real crazy. And they also have like other things that they're launching to try and make some money. So I don't know, Netflix. I hope that you're making better content as long as you're also making more money. But we shall see. Now, coming up next, Tom Brady's going to make even more money, by the way, because he's got all the deals on the table since he's retiring for good. And Giselle sends his best wishes. We'll discuss it next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I only really care about sports if it's on. Otherwise... (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, I really am more of an Olympics world championships kind of gal. You know what I'm saying? But Nails, you're a sports guy. I am. I am. Big news that happened. Uh, Tom Brady, the GOAT, what a lot of people will call the GOAT, has retired from the NFL. The GOAT of football. The GOAT of football. Yeah, let's be more specific. The GOAT of football. The GOAT quarterback of football. Because I would say Ray Lewis is the GOAT of NFL. But anyway, Mm. you know, Tom Brady paid 23 years in the NFL and he finally hung up the cleats and said he's going to retire. He did it on an Instagram post, sitting on the beach in in typical Florida manner. Uh, And also Tom Brady's ex-wife, Giselle, she reacted to his announcement, wishing him the best saying you only uh, I'm wishing you only wonderful things in this new chapter of your life. Sound like she won't I wonder old. what the mediation was like to ask her if she'll s- send out a post to make it look good. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm remember, sure. Was it like last year he retired and he came back and she was just pissed off about it. So for her to do this, this is big. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's what would put the nail in the coffin of their marriage. Like, oh, this is what we doing? Because I would I would bet a million of his hundred million dollars that he about to get to be a commentator. I would bet a million of those dollars that he made the decision to come back without telling her. Mm. I'm just throwing it out now. This is also a good time for me to remind you all that retired football player Brett Favre still has not been held accountable for stealing money in Mississippi in two fraud scams. So I just want to always keep that at top of mind because it gets so caught up in the mire because we've got so much other trash going on, but he is still trash. And let's hope that Tom Brady doesn't follow the same fate. All right. But congrats on his retirement because it's a big deal to like make your whole life dedicated to a sport and then go into a next space. And so I know the Pivot Podcast can't wait for him to come on the show. <laughs> for now, real. <laughs> coming up next, we are going to talk about what we did this weekend. I had a really cool weekend with a lot of dope sisters and I can't wait to tell you all about it. So don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all. I hope you're enjoying your Monday. I know Nails doesn't like Mondays, but I love no, a Monday. Monday. I do. I like a Monday. It's a fresh start. It's like we're getting into things. We're, we're moving. We're trying something new. Well, Nails, I know that, wait, before I even talk about what I did this weekend, did you stick to what you said you was going to do this weekend? You said you was going to do a deep clean. So what had happened was <laughs> I bought the I bought the products to do it and I swept around and I mopped and then I just sat down on the couch. I was like, damn. <laughs> 
I realized, yo, I realized when I started though, I'm a hoarder. I just came to the conclusion that I'm a hoarder. What do you hoard? Because everyone has like their stuff. I, I'm, it's just a lot. I got stuff from college. I got stuff from high school. Like I just got a bunch of just stuff that I feel like I'm going to need down the line that I'm not even going to open up or touch. Name, name one thing that you're like, why do I have this? But that you didn't throw away. Martini glasses, bro. Yeah, but you be drinking. You no, might have I, martinis. I don't drink no martinis. Like I got a bunch of like, I got a bunch of dishes. <laughs> sophisticated and be on some like shaken, not stirred. <laughs> I just got a bunch of silverware and dishes that I, I will never use. Like just sitting around the house in boxes. That's how I feel about Like I have a bunch of insecure memorabilia, like mm. a bunch because every season, like people hand out stuff and they pass out stuff. I'm never going to use it, but I keep it just in case. What if sometimes, somehow I end up broke and it's the only way that I can make my money back by selling it on eBay? Oh. <laughs> That's a hoarder. Or is it a, some, is someone thinking ahead? Like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, this weekend I got to uh, be a part of two events over the course of this week. I got to host the Grit Before the Gram event put on by the Vanity Group, which was a dope event honoring women in media and in uh, entertainment. And one of the women honored was the great Kathy Hughes, who is the head honcho of Urban One. And so I still didn't get to meet Kathy Hughes because she was not there. She had to send a video as her acceptance speech. But also Deanna Williams, the legend of Philly, uh, was also there and she gave her her award. Um, and it was just really dope to just see women being honored who aren't necessarily like the stars, you know, like we always honor mm -hmm. the celebs, but like these yep. are the women who are also behind the scenes making it happen. They also honored Connie Orlando, who is a longtime exec at BET and who puts on the um, the BET awards and has just been there for a long time, just toiling and making that that ship stay afloat. Honey, they also um, honored a sister named Amber Grimes, who started her own label and is really doing the damn thing. So that was really great. I got to host that event and it was fun to just be there to making the folks laugh. And I also got to host uh, an event called She Run It which was put together by Femit Forward. It's a women's focused company that's in partnership with Live Nation. And I had to moderate a panel with Yo-Yo, um, with, <laughs> uh, Coyle Ray was on the panel. Uh, these, these two sisters that own this coffee shop, Sip and Sonda were on the panel and it was really about like entrepreneurship. Now I will say this, nobody on the panel was really answering the questions I asked nails. It was, <laughs> it was really frustrating. <laughs> I was like, why are y'all answering these questions? Uh, but it was a dope room. And I feel like everybody there was really on some like we trying to level up mindset, you know, and what the other part of it, too, was cool was that the women who came up and talked to me were all like, yo, we love that you keep it real. And I just love that that's become like a synonymous part of my brand, that folks know that wherever I'm at, it's going to be authenticity. It was mm -hmm. sponsored by MasterCard. Apparently, MasterCard is giving out checks to women with small businesses, y'all. So I'm going to work on getting the person from MasterCard on the show so they can tell y'all how you can get some money from MasterCard because maybe they got it. Okay. Get that check. Get that bag. Get the bag alert. <laughs> All right, now, uh, when we come back, we're going to get to some calls. I love when y'all call us, and we're going to take your calls on the first date red flags that you should be looking out for. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. Hope everybody is on a high vibration because we are up. We are up. We are up. And Nails, Mm -hmm. you got some folks that called us up. Yeah. Last week from one of our relationship topics, we asked, you tell us what you would do, right? When you see these Three red flags at a date. All right. So what are your three red flags on a date? And a lot of y'all chimed in on the phone lines at 855-AMANDA-8, 855-262-6328. Let's go over here to the phones really quick. Good morning, Amanda. I'm calling about the three red flags. Although I am married and social media wasn't as prevalent when I was out there dating, these would be my three red flags based on what my daughter has said to me. Number one. I will not accept under any circumstances uh, unsolicited pics before we even go on the first date. Number two, I will not go on a date with someone who takes me to someplace exclusively where we cannot get to know each other, i.e. the movies, the club, uh, bar. Uh, And number three, and I'm going to agree with the lady who uh, talked before, listening about what's going on with other relationships and how everybody's crazy or everybody be tripping but them. Those are my three. Those are a good three. Didn't even think about the second one. The second one was a good one. Yeah, because the first date, we really need to be able to like be right here with each other. You know what I'm saying? So we got another call. I want to hear what they got to say. This is in relation to what are my red flags. One of my red flags is when a guy tells you your standards are too high for what it is that you're looking for in someone else because what that tells me is he's about to put in some low effort and low energy and he's going to tell me I need to be happy with whatever he does because hey I'm single and my standards are too high nope sorry sir not going for that I've definitely had that conversation Nels I can remember it I can see it in my phone right now where he was like you know I just feel like your expectations are too high and I was like for you to call me back like what expectations like but then you know what the other thing two people love to say is like you shouldn't have any expectations and would you consider expectation and standards the same? That's been a thing, right? Like, what's the difference? I think expectations are those things that are like unspoken uh, that then people get held accountable for. So like it, you need to ver- verbalize your expectations. Mm-hmm. But standards to me are just bottom lines. Right. So like a standard for me is like honesty is a standard. Like mm-hmm. that's a bottom line. I have no moving target on that. My expectations are that you will dress your best when we get together for a date. Like that's an expectation that I will share with you. Like, cause if you show up with Chucks the first time, I'll be like, okay, you know, maybe you didn't, you know, think that it mattered that your shirt looks like it was pulled out of a Pringles can. But next time I would love if you would exercise the same effort as I'm exercising here in this full dress and heel. And that's mm. next. So now you can either choose to be like, nah, I don't get down like that or meet the expectation. Ba-dum-bum. Amanda Seals voice. <laughs> and that. We are going to get into uh, some more Black Hero news. We got to talk about just all the things that are going on. There's there's Tyree Nichols' mom speaking earnestly at the 
funeral. We got to talk about a, a sister who said that she she hates her child's father so much that it makes it hard to like her son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got that coming up next hour. It sounds like a really dismal next hour. So we're going to try and lighten it up and lighten it up with some other stuff. So make sure you stick around to see what that lightning liven is. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Don't go nowhere, y'all. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. your favorite comedian and common sense specialist Amanda Seals Nails why you laughing because you started off the birthday record with Monday like <laughs> you love Mondays that much that is a bit of Nails what do we got coming up this hour with the Black Eared News of it all uh, first story we're going to jump into Tyree Nichols was laid to rest and his mom she did a speech man and she called on police reform during that heartbreaking tribute I mean, I want to hear it. I want to, I want y'all to hear it. And we need to continue to speak on it until it happens. What else we got up? The CDC is warning that a brand of eye drops may be linked to drug-resistant bacterial infections. I know, that's nasty. What? We don't need that. That's dang. Okay, what else we got going on? We'll play a TikTok tale from a young lady who titled uh, this story, man. This is deep. She hates, uh, she hates the baby's father so much. It makes it hard for her to like her own son. Now, you can check out this video. Actually, it was a TikTok that she posted. You can check out the video on our Instagram at Seals Said It to get uh, your thoughts around it. Now, you also got the Big Up Let Down coming up. You know, I got to give props big up, big up. for some dopeness and blows let down. for some whackness. So stick around to find out who is going to be the recipient of that today. Now, remember, if you miss any of the show, you can always listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. And if you're listening and you're like, dang, I want to call in, but I just don't know what I can call in to say. Well, guess what? All Black History Month, we are playing your calls, talking about why you are black and proud. You get a chance to get on the mic and give a love letter to your blackness. And we will play it right here on The Amanda Seals Show. So give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8 and spread the love. 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's The Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back here to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Nails, let's yep. uh, let's let people know what happened last week. Well, Tyree Nichols, who was murdered by police over in Memphis, he was laid to rest in his funeral. Saw Reverend Al Sharpton and Vice President Kamala Harris. They gave some super passionate speeches. Uh, where both of them called for lawmakers to approve the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act, which is a broad package of reform that includes a national registry for police officers that have been disciplined for misconduct, a ban on no-knock warrants and other measures, and families of other Black men and women who were killed by police like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Botham John and Eric Garner, all of them attended the funeral. And, 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 and Nichols' mom, uh, Rovan Wells, she called on officials to prevent more tragedies like her son's murder from happening. And her words about her son will give you chills. Listen to this, Amanda. Tyree was a beautiful person. And for this to happen to him, it's just unimaginable. 
I promise you the only thing that's keeping me going is the fact that I really truly believe my son was sitting here on an assignment from God. And I guess now his assignment is done and he's been taken home. I just need whatever that George Floyd bill we needed passed because there should be no other child that should suffer the way my son and all the other parents here have lost their children. We need to get that bill passed. Now, I know there's probably some folks listening that are like, okay, so what if they get the bill passed? The culture of policing isn't going to change. Like these folks, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't like black people. They don't like people of poor people. Like they're going to act how they act. But what we have to understand is that so much of the reason why they're able to continue this culture is because they have qualified immunity. They do not get held accountable for their actions. And even when we see that there are actual videos, there's actual like witness accounts that it's still like a crossing our fingers situation on whether or not they're going to be held accountable. The George Floyd bill hopes to, if it were passed, create more legislation around police not being able to carry out the policing that they do in the way that they do without there being some sort of accountability. Now, the other thing about this is that like we as a taxpayer payers, we end up paying for whenever the police do get held accountable, we end up having to pay for the civil suits, et cetera. And I also just want to take this moment to say that, um, This weekend, Trayvon Martin would have celebrated his 28th birthday. Of course, we know Trayvon Martin was not killed by a police person, but he was somebody who was harmed by somebody who thought they were police, who thought they were carrying out law enforcement, and they absolutely had no right to do that. So rest in peace to Tyree Nichols, another person who has died at the hands of this police for no reason. None. And it can happen to anyone. And I think people try and tell themselves, oh, there was a reason. No, he was just a black man in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yep. And there were people who don't care about his life. Now, before we go, like, real quick, want to talk about this uh, CDC situation with some eye drops. If you care about your eyes and your life, you may want to listen up. Yeah, the CDC is warning you. They've urged consumers to stop using Ezra Care Artificial Tears. That's the name of the brand because one person died and at least three others were permanently uh, losing their vision because of a bacterial infection that was possibly linked to this over-the-counter eye drop. All right, according to the CDC, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the eye drop maker recalled them last with the last Thursday. And so far, the CDC, they've identified at least 55 people in 12 states like California, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Jersey, New York, Texas, and a few others with this uh, bacteria. Uh, well, it's not even a bacteria. It's, actually, it's called Pseudomonas aeruginosa. All right, mm, and that right fine. there, Yeah, (laughs) that's the type of bacteria that's resistant to most antibiotics. And 11 people develop eye infections. At least three of those are blind in one eye and others had a respiratory infection or urinary tract infection. And one person died when the bacteria entered their bloodstream from just eye drops. So if you've been using Ezra Care artificial tears and you have any of those symptoms, get yourself to a doctor asaptuously and throw it down the toilet. All right, that's what we're telling you. I can't even believe that that's scary as hell. Now coming up next, something else scary. What do you do when you dislike your child's father so much that it's affecting your ability to love and care for your child? Scary thought, and the sister was sharing it on Instagram or on TikTok, I should say, and we're sharing it with you when we come back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Checking in with you right here at the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seal's here, joined by... Mr. Um, Nails, DJ Nails, the kid nails. Is that what we're doing now? 
the kidnapping. Oh, yeah. You ready to chat about this one right here? It's a video up on our Instagram at Seal Said It. This is a woman who posted up a video that said it makes it hard for her to love her child because of the hate that she has for her child's father. Listen to this. My son is not coming home today. At this point, I don't even know if I want him to ever come home. I really hate his dad, and it makes it so hard for me to like and care for him the way a mother should. Y'all will probably drag me in my comments, but I have to live in my truth. My baby daddy was bragging about how he took my virginity, and he kept bringing up old things that aren't even co-parenting related. So I told him that I f***ed his best friend first, and that I never cared about him. I hate co-parenting with him because he won't let go of the past. We've been broken up for 10 years now, and honestly, being with him is one of my biggest life regrets. But how do you look your own kid in their face, knowing that it's impossible for you to fully love them the way a mother should because you hate their dad? The disagreement was so stupid and simple, but it resulted in my son showing up to school four hours late. Usually I would remove him from that situation, but this time instead of taking him away, I'm making him stay. Well, this is serious. You know, now I know people, because this is posted on the Seal Said It Instagram page. I know some people are like, well, you know, I think maybe she could have made this up. Like she might be just clout chasing, you know, because people be doing the skits and whatnot. But here's the thing. Apparently uh, on her TikTok, she was answering questions and people were asking her about if she's suicidal. She said yes. People were asking her about depression and mental health. She said yes. If you were listening, she said she brim broke up with the father for 10 years. So this isn't a postpartum situation. This is a long going scenario. And if she knows this about herself and she's putting it on TikTok, then that means the son knows this as well. Right. Because children, they feel they children can feel because they don't have the blockage of other things in the way they feel everything. And I just think about this child and what it must feel like to know that. And then I think about this mother and what she's saying is not some far fetched thing. But there's at a certain point, there's a bigger issue happening here. I mean, this is bigger than just like the baby daddy. This is a clinical situation, it sounds like to me. And at some point you have to forgive yourself like, okay, you chose a whack dude. At some point, my mother, I'm sure, had to just forgive herself. Like, damn, Amanda, daddy, whack as hell. But you yeah. know, Amanda here, so, you know, at least we got a silver lining. Like, you got to find that silver lining. And I think that ultimately there's something else going on with her where she is still aligning her value to this person. But remember, she said he took her virginity. That's tough. Yeah. 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 That's I know. And initially, when I saw this story, I was thinking like, you know, typical answer, like everybody, we pick our baby mamas and our baby daddy. We make the decision. But I don't know her whole story. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know her story. And apparently she's continuing the story on her TikTok. So that's what people are saying in the comments right now. At Seal said it. And, I, and you know, I, that's one of my things I talk about in my stand up, like Roe v. Wade and the repeal of Roe v. Wade assumes that everybody is picking their baby mama and baby daddy. And the reality is that condoms break and, you know, uh, pills don't function correctly. And, you know, abortions are maybe not in people's mindset or their ability to do so. Like, there's a myriad of things that can happen when you're right. trying to be safe about having sex and then it doesn't go that way and you're now pregnant. So who knows what her story is, like you said. But uh, I hope that she gets the help that she needs. And I would love to hear from you guys. If you've ever been in this situation, or if you know someone who's been in this situation, how they dealt with it, how they managed to hopefully come out from the other side of it. And if you talk about you, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a ring. one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 See, here at this show, I want this to be a community space where you can learn from other people's experiences and perspectives. Like we've been playing people talking about their red flags on dates. Well, that's game. 
to give to all of you all to carry on your dates to pay attention to. And this right here is the same thing. It's like, if you've been through this, if you know someone who's been through this and you have some tips or some methods to get to the other side, please give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. We got the big up let down when we come back. Who's going to get the blows? Who's going to get the props? Stick around and find out. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. We're back here on the Amanda Seals Show. It is time for the Big Up Let Down. Amanda Seals, who are we giving a salute to today? Today's big up, big up. goes to D.C. getting free bus transit. That is huge. Washington, D.C. just passed a law making all bus transit free in the city. They are now the largest city in the country to institute a fare-free transit system, which is gaining popularity across the U.S. And this incentivizes greener commutes. It provides economic relief for some who really need it. And I just want to say this. I had said on the Washingtonian Problems page on Instagram earlier last year that they should just make buses free and people were outraged. They were like, that's not possible. How can buses be free? And I was like, I mean, if y'all don't want free buses, like, I don't understand. Like, I, I'm I'm saying that they should be free for y'all. I don't live in D.C. So it was amazing <laughs> to me how many people went against the sales. But guess what? It's popping off. And D.C. again is not the first city. Los Angeles, Kansas, Missouri, all suspended fare collection during the height of the pandemic to minimize human contact. But D.C.'s permanent free fare plan will be by far the biggest. So big deal. Shout out to D.C. You get a big up, big up to the nation's capital. Now, today's let down. Man, listen, it's Black History Month. We get it. People are trying to be a part of Black History Month. My next door neighbor, I was like, oh, I got you a Black History Month gift. And the horror on her face nails when she was like, was I supposed to get you one? <laughs> No, but the horror, like, oh my God, did I do a faux pas? No, like, you know, it's gaining traction with this Black History Month thing. Well, a New York school apologizes and gets the let down after students were served chicken and waffles for Black History Month. What? Come on, man. A New York public school had to apologize. The incident reportedly took place on February 1st. That means they was planning, like, we got to come out the gate with this. And this is at Nyack Middle School. Students were offered. It gets worse. Chicken, waffles, and a side of watermelon. What are we talking about? <laughs> Good idea. Somebody, listen, I don't know if this was like a joke or like a genuine, like, oh, I thought that we could like do something for Black History Month. The original menu was the Philly cheesesteak, broccoli, and fresh fruit. So I don't know, but listen. This is a thing, and it's a vendor, Aramark, that has also, by the way, been accused in the past of, of perpetuating racial stereotypes. And in 2018, NYU cut ties with them because they included ribs, 
collard greens and Kool-Aid on a special menu for Black History Month. So, you know, this is definitely not something that was just like, oh, we thought we were doing the right thing. They were doing the wrong thing. And it makes me wonder, how black am I going to have to get (laughs) if I'm a parent and my kid comes home and says this? So, anywho, that is today's letdown. Letdown. Aramark Vendor and Nyack Middle School. They could have held that Kool-Aid, but I could have took the ribs and the collard greens, though. You see, you see... (laughs) I think it was a Kool-Aid that pushed it over. You ain't like Yeah, facts. Black not peas in now. Well, anywho, what do y'all doing to celebrate for Black History Month, if anything? Give us a call at 1-855-262-6328. We got more of the Amanda Seals Show and some of your calls when we come back. Stick around. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by DJ Nails. Now, Nails, last break was the big up let down, and this school got a let down for serving chicken and waffles and watermelon for a Black History Month menu. Um, But there is a way to do this. Like, there's a place out here called Suzy Cakes, and for Black History Month, like, they always do, like, a special cupcake. And last year, I have to see what they did, what they're doing this year, but last year, they did a cupcake infused with Uncle Nearest bourbon. Uh, I think it's bourbon, right? Uncle Nearest is um, the actual, like, I think it was Jack Daniels that stole the recipe from the slave who was actually creating it. And then their family (laughs) was able to get the patent back. And now they have Uncle Nearest. I think it's whiskey. It's whiskey. It's whiskey. I think Uncle Nearest um, whiskey. And so to me, that's a way to honor Black History Month in the food sector. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. Infusing right. a cupcake because the cupcake's different. Like I don't know yeah, about it. Still, no, they they infuse it in the frosting. I mean, it's oh. delicious. It's delicious, and it's a way to support a black-owned brand. It put other people onto a black-owned brand, but by a company that is white-owned. So I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I'm also a big fan of your calls. And last week we talked about somebody sent a tweet nails out into the world. They typed it, and then they sent it, and it said. Natural bodies are for poor females. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Y'all had thoughts? one 262 We got somebody who has some thoughts on it right here. Hi, Amanda. My name is Ivan. And I'm calling about the lady who uh, said that poor women don't do body sculpting. I do natural oils, stone, sauna, body sculpting, BBLs. And I do it for $3,000 compared to the $6,000 that Goldie whatever would pay. And I specialize in it for black women. I didn't like that. <laughs> he felt like he was going to find us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hoodwinked us. I thought he was coming with like, you know, we need to live a natural lifestyle. He's talking about the oils and the herbs. And then he started talking about like, I do BBLs. You, what you doing? Natural BBLs? Like, what are we talking about? You putting organic <laughs> implants in? Brother, get out of here. I can't stand when y'all use my phone lines for nonsense. <laughs> the, the man, listen, the dude sound like he was doing them right in the back, in, in the basement of his apartment down in Philadelphia somewhere. Right? I don't like the sound of it. I don't like the sound of the tone. I don't like the tone. And I'm just like, you know who I'm, who you dealing with. Why you call my show with that? No. <laughs> I stand on, if you want to get a BBL, listen, hopefully you do so safely. Hopefully you do so thoughtfully because this is the thing. Y'all ain't thinking about when you're 70. What's that BBL going to do? And that's the part that I feel like a lot of us is missing. 
Because I know I'm thinking about when I'm 70. What's my tramp stamp going to look like? Good job. We got more show for you here right at the Amanda Seal Show. Stick around because it's going down. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Your favorite comedian and common sense specialist joined by I'm Nails. What's happening? Happy Monday. Happy Monday, man. We got some black news for the people. Let's get into it. Well, Rep Ilhan Omar, she was removed from the House Foreign Affairs Committee. And listen, they are not happy about it. Shout to the squad, Ilhan Omar, Corey Bush, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and of course, uh, my sis, Ayanna Presley. Um, you know, there's a video that started going around the internet of Alexandria's response to this in the House. And she was preaching, y'all. She had a hand in the air. She was hopping up and down. She was not here for y'all. Then she smacked her notebook on the podium. She was done. It was she that was livid. Mm-hmm. And it was in defense of this ridiculous situation that we're going to talk about when we come back. What else we got going on? Florida athletes may soon be required to submit their menstrual history to schools. And you heard me correct. This is, yes, this is frightening. I think we talked about this before, the when it was kind of like being proposed, but it's moving forward. Mm-hmm. So we got to address that. What else is going on? Missy Elliott. Shout out to Missy, Ms. Demina Elliott. She became the first female rapper nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, and you can vote for her. So we're going to tell you how to do that. And shout out to Missy for even getting bestowed the honor of a nomination because we know Missy is one of the illest to ever do it. We also got uh, a topic, a relationship topic. You know, we love those. So KK So Sweet tweeted, men aren't obsessed with women anymore. Well, we're going to give our take on this and you can give your take by following us at Seal Said It on Instagram and all the other socials, and also by calling us at 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, rocking out with uh, the homie. DJ Nails. What's happening? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. You know, there's a lot going on in the... uh, First of all, the House couldn't even get them act together for a while, right? Because they couldn't get an actual speaker. And now Mm -hmm. they've actually got the speaker. They're assigning the committees. But that's not working out as smoothly as it should either. Right. Rep Ilhan Omar, she was officially kicked off the Foreign Affairs Committee, which was seen by House Democrats as retaliation for Republicans. And it happened in a 218-211 party line vote. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, he accused... The representative Omar of, quote unquote, repeated anti-Semitic and anti-American remarks. But listen to what she had to say in response to being removed from the committees. And my leadership and voice will not be diminished if I am not on this committee for one term. My voice will get louder and stronger and my leadership will be celebrated around the world as it has been. So take your votes or not. 
I am here to stay and I am here to be a voice against harms around the world and advocate for a better world. Now, you hear that. Okay. Now, it should be known for those who don't know that Ilhan Omar is a Somali refugee. She is a survivor. Like, and, you know, we DM and I told her, I was like, I, I, I know they think they could break you. You can't break somebody that's been through all of that. You know what I mean? But they come here with their little privilege and they they just feel like they can just shut people down with their little movements. But they don't understand that this is somebody who's come from something so much harder and so much worse than these folks that I truly believe that exactly what she said. Y'all can have your little thing for this little this little um, term, but I'm gonna be back. And then you got Alexandria Ocasio-Ortez, who I was saying in the last break, had her back. Let's hear what she had to say. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life. And you all and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. This is about targeting women of color in the the United States of America. I have chills. Now, I know people are like, well, so they said all of this and it didn't change nothing. Listen, one thing that it changes for a lot of folks is the reality that not all these Democrats are the same. They're not all shrinking violets who are just hoping to cross their fingers and be shaking hands across party lines, et cetera. Those are blue dog Democrats. But we're seeing a brand of Democrat that is progressive, that is loud Mm -hmm. and that is not here for the BS. And these two women are among those. And I'm so happy to see them, you know, standing up for themselves. Uh, The fact that we would see Marjorie Taylor Greene and her idiot self put on committees and Ilhan Omar removed lets you know that no, this is absolutely not about consistency because that is a whole jackass idiot and she should not be anywhere close to government, let alone close to a committee. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, real quick, let's talk about these Florida athletes because this is scary. There's a proposed draft of a PE form in Florida that could require all high school students to disclose information about the menstrual history And as you can imagine, many are saying that this would be harmful to students. There was a draft that was published last month by the FHSAA, which is the Florida High School Athletic Association, with optional questions regarding students' menstrual cycle. But the form that they just proposed, if it's approved, would ask students if they have had a menstrual cycle. And and get this, Amanda, listen, listen to this right here. If they had a menstrual cycle, at what age they had their first menstrual cycle, their most recent menstrual period. And how many periods the student has had in the past 12 months? Why? This is nonsense. At the end of the day, this is all a part of this continued effort by these Republicans in Florida to target trans people, to also target abortion. So miss me with this. I hope these parents really rise up. I think a lot of these parents are going to start feeling conflicted because, you know, some of these parents are not MAGA. You know, they may be Republican, but they're not MAGA. And then when this starts infringing on, you know, the privacy of their rights of their children, et cetera, like they got to see a a situation has gone too far. So it hasn't been approved yet. But if the form is approved, uh, it will be presented to students. I guess, you know, it's optional. But at at the fact that it's even on there, too much. It's too much. How is this not a Title IX violation? I don't understand. This feels like traditional DeSantis, who is a habitual line stepper. So there's that. Now, coming up next, speaking of a hot stepper, Missy Elliott is getting nominated for a huge award. And we're going to talk about it and how you can help her win when we come back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. 
they're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's good, y'all? We are here on a Monday at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Nails, what's good? Yo, what's happening? What's happening? Yo, we got to get a big celebration on hand for Missy Miss Amina Elliott. She just made some history over the weekend. She just became the first female hip-hop artist to ever get nominated into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Congratulations to Missy. My fellow July 1st cancer. Shout out to the sis. I've never, I've only gotten to meet Missy Elliott one time and she was actually like so dope, but I've never got to meet her like since I've been in like my own like cancer fullness as a person. But she is the illest. And I think maybe people are surprised that she's the first, but if you know Missy's history, she wasn't just her own artist. Like she was also writing and instrumental in so many other artists' careers and really just a major, major foothold in hip hop. And the fact that she's been around for so long and so impactful. If you want to see Missy Elliott get inducted into the Hall of Fame, you got to go and vote at vote.rockhall.com backslash en. And then her nomination is going to come up there and you can vote. So that's vote.rockhall.com backslash EN and put a vote in to see Missy Elliott inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do you have a favorite Missy song? Ah, man, I got so many favorite Missy songs. I probably work it or mm. I can't stand the rain. I don't know. I, I just got so There's many. So many. There's so many. But you know what? For me, the biggest thing about Missy is I just love her freedom. Like she just was always so willing to try stuff. And between the combination of her and Timbaland and of course her and Aaliyah and their whole camp, like she was really just breaking barriers with creativity in a way that a lot of people were scared to do. Every new music video she dropped with Hype Williams. Always. Oh, that was right. That's what it feels always. like. It's a show. It feels like a movie, like a show. So shout out to Missy, crossing our fingers that she makes history in becoming the first woman hip hop artist to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, when we come back, speaking of women, somebody named at KKSO tweeted something that got the people chit chattering. She said men aren't obsessed with women anymore. Well, we'll give you our take on it when we get back because I want to hear more about this, this thought process. Stick around to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We are. We up, we up. We back on this Monday on the Amanda Seals Show. I am Nails, and that is Amanda Seals. And we were just scrolling down Instagram and Twitter, and you know, you can follow us on our social media at Seals Said It. But we came across this one tweet from a lady at KK So Sweet who said this, Amanda. She said, Men aren't obsessed with women anymore, and it's weird. That was just the tweet. She left it at that. Do you agree? Hell no. Why? I don't agree to a certain extent, okay? Because in society today, it right? From hell no, Tyle. To a certain extent. Because I don't want to sound like I'm trashing all women. What I'm saying is today in society, especially on social media, the women who are like, you know, are looking for what men who are trying to be in a happy, committed relationship or a marriage and start a family and get kids, they're standing too close to the girls who are city girls who don't really want nothing in life. They just, they just want to just get a, a man who just got a big bag and that's it. You know right. what I mean? So you're feeling like they can't really feel the obsessed with women situation because they are next to women who attract men who are more just obsessed with the snatch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I think there's also something to be said with the fact that like men operating like that, it's become a lot more, it's become a lot less taboo to just mm -hmm. be about that. Like for a long time, you know, there was a certain level 
of like, you still got to act like you want to get married. You still got to act like <laughs> you want to be in a committed relationship. But now we see that that really has been um, moved aside. And there's a lot of men who are very openly, freely and willingly saying like, nah, I don't want that. I really just want to flew somebody out and be about that life. And then there's women who feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, I think that there's just like been a shift in terms of like, there's a lot of men who think they're the catch and that shift has happened. And so I think she may be referring to that kind of vibe. Like I've definitely been on dates with men who really felt like I should be wooing them and mm-hmm. that I should be. And I feel like we should be wooing each other. Like there's definitely that, but I think that there's also a certain level of like dudes just feeling like I'm here. I remember, I just remember being dressed up for a date and a brother showing up who y'all all know a brother showing up in like sweats oh. and slides. <laughs> and it was just like, is this really what we're doing? Are you Is talking about it? some look? That's that's the that's the whole no, I'm gonna mess with you. Yeah, the whole outfit that Neil is wearing right now to record a radio show from his house that he was supposed to clean this weekend and didn't. That outfit made its way to a date that took place at eight thirty p.m. in West oh, Hollywood. Nah. You feel me? Like nah, the two bro. don't align. They don't align. So I think I know what she's talking about in that regard. But the thing is, to you know. I saw someone say that they heard a rabbi say that you got to be with somebody who isn't obsessed with the opposite sex, but they're obsessed with marriage. Mm. I thought that was an interesting thought process because I'm still thinking about that one. They got to be obsessed with commitment. Mm, (laughs) And Mm. I don't know if that's where she's going, but I feel like that's kind of where she's going. Am I wrong? Honestly, I feel like where she's going, she's just trying to get somebody to pick her up for Valentine's Day. We right around the corner from (laughs) just saying. Mm, you might be onto something. You might be onto something. Do y'all agree? Are men still obsessed with women or is it really just about the gap? Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up next, from being obsessed with women to being obsessed with chicken, we had a story <laughs> about a lady who stole $1.5 million of chicken wings. And apparently y'all had something to say about it. So we got to hear what y'all got to say. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, sir. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Nails, and that is Amanda Seals. Thanks so much for listening to us. And you can always stay connected with the show and chime in when you want to give your opinion on something that you heard right here at the Amanda Seals Show or the podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Call us at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. We got somebody on the phone that wants to comment on the story we did about the school lunch lady who stole $1.5 million worth of chicken wings from the school. Reyes, you on with the Amanda Seal Show. What's going on? Hey, Amanda. Uh, I just wanted to comment on the uh, Chicago uh, chicken wing scandal. Um, just some jokes that came to mind for no reason. Um, first of all, her name is Vera, and she stole wangs. Vera Wang. <laughs> anyway, also, she's Vera stealing wings to cook, and she's held in the Cook County Jail. I'm sorry. You can't make this up. Anyway, I hope you're having a great day. Love your show. <laughs> Damn. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. <laughs> She's throwing the cook. And she in the cook kind of jail. I love that he took the time to share that with us. Like, I got to get these jokes off somehow, some way. But we appreciate it. Hilarious. Yeah, that was that was wild. And, uh, you know. She's probably, I, I wonder if she's going to get any wings. No, you can't get wings in jail because it got bones. Well, that's the end of that. Yeah. Damn, no, well, sir. Chicken wings in jail? To my knowledge, no, because you can take a bone and turn it into a weapon. But I'm up. Coming up next. 
the Grammys were last night, and we're going to discuss it on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it right here. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this up. We shine. the Amanda Seals Show, bringing in your Monday. I hope everybody's Monday is going, going well and it's going to only get better if you're just now joining us. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Shout out to everybody who's been uh, hitting up my, my store nails. I, I, I reopened my merch store this week so people can get their Smart Funny and Black shirts. They can get their Amanda Seals vintage 90s tour tees. They can get their I'm not hostile, I'm just passionate shirts. And the people been coming through. It's been it's been really nice to see people like patronizing a black business. A black I caught business. two of them. You did? Yeah, I got I got my I got my vintage 90s Amanda Seals shirt and then for a little friend I got the uh it was this Smart Funny and Black school the uh looked like yeah, the crest on the logo with the crest. crest. Yes. I ended up having to design that crest myself because I had someone else design the logo and they tried to charge me. Wait for it. Oh boy. <laughs> $90,000 in order to use it. <laughs> I was like, you ain't said nothing but a word. I'm about to design my own. And it's going to be better. <laughs> and it's mine. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Let's get into this Black Year News. What do we got coming up this hour? Last night, the 65th Annual Grammy Awards. And we got some highlights and some history made last night, too. All right. Let's get into it. Right in time for Black History Month. What else we got coming up? In our relationship segment, how do black men grow up with single mothers and don't have respect for black women? We got a brother that explains it. He gonna break it down for us, okay? He gonna break, break, break it on down. We also have our big up let down. Y'all know what it is. Every day I give somebody props. Big up, big up. For some dopeness and blows. Let down. For some whackness. And today's props and blows are gonna blow your mind because the whackness has to do with another cafeteria situation. I don't know what's going on in these cafeterias at these schools. I don't know what's going on. But I do know what's going on with our social media and you should know that you can hit us up on social media at Seals Said It. That's our name, at S-E-A-L-E-S Said It. You can also give us a call and tell us what's going on with you. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. All Black History Month. We are celebrating by playing your calls, talking about why you are black and proud. And I would love to hear you all on the phone lines just sharing why you love being black. So hit us up with that at 1-855-AMANDA-8. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. show it's amanda seals nails we got to get into this because it's the grammy awards update we got to get a little you know we got to give people some information about what went down at the awards the big show <laughs> what you said like that i don't because it's like there's a lot of information we well last night yeah the grammy awards went down there was a lot of history made kendrick lamar he won best rap song beyonce she won early awards and uh she won best r&b song for cuff it and she also won for best dance electronic recording and Beyonce, she actually made history last night, being the most awarded artist of all time for the Grammy Awards when she won the award for Plastic Off the Sofa. So big shout out to, to Miss Beyonce, the Queen Bee. 
And let's give a big salute to Viola Davis, who reached EGOT status when she won her Grammy. Um, you know, EGOT is winning all of the four major awards, right? An Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, Oscar. and a Tony, correct? Tony. So congratulations to the Mrs. Viola Davis. And also big congratulations to Tennessee State University, HBCU, who won a Grammy last night. First marching band to win a Grammy. They won for hey. a gospel. They won for a gospel, Roots Gospel album and Best Spoken Word album. So big shout out to the Marching Tigers over there at Texas, uh, Tennessee State University. And uh, Dave Chappelle won for Best Comedy Album. So shout out to the comedians out there putting up the albums and, you know, getting them wins. And I got to tell you, Nails, and I know people may not believe me when I say this, but I really don't care about the Grammy. I don't care about none of these award shows except you for the NAACP Award. Hmm? What yeah, is it about? Well, well, I mean, you just you said it. Why. Never mind. You just said it. You, you just said it. <laughs> you just said it. I love it. These are white institutions that are really not about being able to truly honor in an unsubjective way art and talent. They are, there's always money involved, it's popularity, it's visibility, et cetera. So even though this is a whole spectacle, and shout out to my people, Jesse Collins and Dion Harmon, who produced the Grammy Awards, <laughs> and shout out to the music that takes place at the Grammy Awards. But this whole, as I've gotten older, this whole idea of like awarding the arts by like competing against others and then like having people vote, but you got to be in the cool table you got to be in the academy in these different groups to vote as we saw with the golden globes like when it came out that the golden globes is really the hollywood foreign press and that there was no black people or people of any color that were a part of the hollywood foreign press and you're just like so what does this really mean so but, but people love a statue baby and you know what i'm just speaking on my personal i'm not trying to yuck nobody's yum so congratulations to all of the winners we're going to be winners right here at the amanda seal show when we come back because we are going to talk about this idea that, I mean, how could black men grow up with single mothers and not have respect for black women? Well, a brother has an explanation, Nails, and we got to hear him out. Just listen, laugh, and learn. See Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. I'm joined by DJ Nails. I'm Amanda Seals, and I am a woman who grew up with a single mother. Uh, and actually, my podcast, we Small Doses which you are going to start hearing on Radio One as of this week. So shout out to Small Doses Podcast. You're also going to be able to watch Small Doses Podcast on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a cowbell? Can I get a cowbell? <laughs> we did an episode on side effects of parents where I talk about the unique relationship between being like an only child to a single parent or just having a single parent. But this guy, Daryl James 06, do you think he's one of your people? Mm, he could be he could be he could be oh six I mean, in his name yeah he could be <laughs> well he has something to say about why he feels black men can grow up with single mothers and still not have respect for women somebody tagged me in a post and the post said how do black men grow up with single mothers and don't have respect for black women let me tell y'all a story i was talking to a woman some years back and i gotta say talking i can't even say dating because it was really just something casual but she had kids. One of her sons was like 17, 18 years old. I get a text message at 2 o'clock in the morning talking about I come through. I think the house is empty, so I show up for Bible study. Long story short, praise and worship starts getting extremely loud, and the headboard starts hitting the wall, and she says, oh, we got to be quiet. My son's in the other room. Whole time, I've been banging on this man's wall. I ain't even know it. I ain't signed up for that. Low-key, I felt bad for Buddy. The next morning comes, I hear him washing dishes, walking around the house, talking to 
was homeboy about playing Call of Duty and all that. It's time for me to go. And I say, hey, I don't think it's best that your son sees me. She says, oh, he'll be all right. I'd even taken into account how any of that may affect him. And it concerned me because how many men has he seen come in and out of his house like that? How can he respect another woman when a random man cares more about his well-being than his own mom? Well, that is, yeah, that's a scenario. That's a scenario. I think. Sometimes the other thing, too, is that the moms be like coddling their sons so much that they grow up not even having respect for like a woman having strength or independence because they're like so used to the woman who's their mother just bending at their will. So there's there's a couple different forms with it there. But what do you guys think? Do you think Daryl's onto something or do you think, you know, he's generalizing? 1-855-262-6328. amanda 8 Nails, any thoughts on this before we move on? It's crazy how he broke it down so eloquently. I, I agree with everything he's saying. Like, how do you expect that kid to grow up respecting women how he should when that's all he's seen was different dudes coming out of his mom's house? Truth and facts. Truth and facts. P's and P's to that young man and to the women that he dates. <laughs> when we get back, we got the big up and the let down. I'm going to give out props and blows. And I want you to stick around to find out who is going to be the recipient of both. It's next up on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up let down on the Amanda Seal Show. We're back here on the Amanda Seals show. It is time for the Big Up Let Down. Amanda Seals, who are we giving a salute to today? Today's Big Up, Big Up goes to DC getting free bus transit. That is huge. Washington, D.C. just passed a law making all bus transit free in the city. They are now the largest city in the country to institute a fare free transit system, which is gaining popularity across the U.S. And this incentivizes greener commutes. It provides economic relief for some who really need it. And I just want to say this. I had said on the Washingtonian Problems page on Instagram earlier last year that they should just make buses free and people were outraged. They were like, that's not possible. How can buses be free? And I was like, I mean, if y'all don't want free buses, like, I don't understand. Like, I, I'm I'm saying that they should be free for y'all. I don't live in D.C. So it was amazing <laughs> to me how many people went against the sales. But guess what? It's popping off. And D.C. again is not the first city. Los Angeles, Kansas, Missouri, all suspended fare collection during the height of the pandemic to minimize human contact. But D.C.'s permanent free fair plan will be by far the biggest. So big deal. Shout out to DC. You get a big up, big up to the nation's capital. Now today's let down, man, <laughs> listen, it's black history month. We get it. People are trying to be a part of black history month. My next door neighbor. I was like, Oh, I got you a black history month gift. And the horror on her face nails when she was like, was I supposed to get you one? <laughs> No, but the horror, like, oh my God, did I do a faux pas? No, like, you know, it's gaining traction with this Black History Month thing. Well, a New York school apologizes and gets the let down after students were served chicken and waffles for Black History Month. What? Come on, man. A New York public school had to apologize. The incident reportedly took place on February 1st. That means they was planning, like, we got to come out the gate with this. And this is at Nyack Middle School. Students were offered. It gets worse. Chicken, waffles, and a side of watermelon. What are we talking about? <laughs> Good idea. 
somebody, listen, I don't know if this was like a joke or like a genuine, like, oh, I thought that we could like do something for Black History Month. The original menu was the Philly cheese steak, broccoli and fresh fruit. So I don't know. But listen, this is a thing. And it's a vendor, Aramark, that has also, by the way, been accused in the past of of perpetuating racial stereotypes. And in 2018, NYU cut ties with them because they included ribs, collard greens, and Kool-Aid on a special menu for Black History Month. So, you know, this is definitely not something that was just like, oh, we thought we were doing the right thing. They were doing the wrong thing. And it makes me wonder, how black am I going to have to get <laughs> if I'm a parent and my kid comes home and says this? So, anywho, that is today's letdown. Letdown. Aramark Vendor and Nyack Middle School. I ain't gonna I lie. like the chicken and waffle. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. What you about to say? What you about to say? They could have they held that Kool-Aid, but I could have took the ribs and the collard greens, though. You see, you see. I think it was the Kool-Aid that pushed it over. You know? Yeah, facts. Black not teasing now. Well, anywho, what are y'all, what are y'all doing to celebrate for Black History Month, if anything? Give us a call, 1-855-262-6328. We got more show for you here right at the Amanda Seal Show. Stick around, because it's going down. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Well, it's time to head on out. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm checking out. Nails. Yes. You're checking out. You've yeah, been here actually, all day. I'm actually cleaning the house in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try something. I got real focused and was like, I'm going to clean this bathroom the other day. And when I tell you, I was tuckered out. <laughs> I mean, I think also because I was like really OD, like I was getting in every nook and every cranny. I just want, you know, and it was like, it could never be clean enough. It just couldn't be clean enough. It couldn't be clean enough. And it was like, it wasn't even that crazy to begin with when I started, but I just felt like I needed to like dig in there. But, you know, I can't do that every week. I can't. I can't. That's real. That's real. (laughs) I can't. Now what I can do every day is play your calls to talk about why you love being black and proud. So please give us a call so we can celebrate Black History Month all month long with your voices telling us what you love about being black. 1-855-262-6328. Also want to let you all know that you can check out my podcast on Radio 1 starting this week. Small Doses Podcast. And we'll actually be able to play like clips from the podcast here on the show. I'm just very excited. I'm very excited because we also, Nails, never have done the podcast as like video in a proper way. And now I have a little set. We're going to have guests in house again. So it's really like, okay, the pandemic has moved through and we're getting back and we're getting better. And we're on our fifth year. Five years of Small Doses Podcast. That deserves (laughs) countdowns. Five years of Small Doses Podcast. So you can get Small Doses Podcast wherever you get your podcast. And it's the same place where you can get this podcast. If you missed anything from the show today, don't fret. Don't sweat it. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and type in The Amanda Seals Show and you can binge away. Now, what do we got coming up tomorrow, Nails? Coming up on Tuesday's show, we'll have all your Blackery news, plus the Big Up Let Down, plus Drake becomes the first artist to surpass 75 billion streams on Spotify. And we are one week away from Valentine's Day. America's plan to spend nearly $26 billion this Valentine's Day. We'll tell you the things that people are buying and your Black History segment. They did that. All right. That's coming up tomorrow right here on the Amanda Seal Show. 
They did that. We'll be spotlighting black inventors. And I want to make a point to spotlight black inventors that y'all do not know. So you will not hear George Washington Carver. You're not going to hear Benjamin Banneker. We're going to bring y'all some new flavors. Okay. So stick around tomorrow so you can get into that. And of course, if you miss it again, you can get it wherever you get your podcast. Remember, we are each other's business, y'all. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe. See you tomorrow. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.